That's right. You're locked into another episode of 99 Pod. It's not 1999 anymore. And you know what we do here on this show. We do it all the time. Okay. And I don't even think we in our proms, man. We're still getting better at what we do. And I'm um, loving what we do, man. We was off last week, man. You know, uh, a lot of stuff happened last week that went down that I was just, you know, fighting to get on there. I'm like, oh my God, I got to get back on the air. But, you know, patience is everything. And now we are here. The time is now. It's going down. So before we proceed to give you what you need, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Um, follow us on Spotify, Apple, iHeartMedia, social media, Instagram, Facebook. Look, it's going down right now. I got my guy, Zach, in the building. Zach, what's going on? How you feeling? Well, what's going on, my dude? Happy to be here as always. And I say it every week really since uh november december you know this is the time champions are made i'm happy we're uh, back here today talking sports on this show after a crazy wild card weekend and the weekend definitely lived up to his name to its name because even though unfortunately we had a ton of blowouts at the same time there were a lot of results we didn't necessarily see coming and if i would have told you just a week ago that these would be the eight remaining teams we'd be left with I'm sure a lot of people would be surprised. So I'm looking forward to breaking it all down uh, with you today here on this show. And without further ado, let's get to it. Yes, sir. And, you know, I'm not 100%, but, you know, I had worse of days that I've been on the air. So, you know, it's going to be a good show. We got our guy, Darren, who's a Lions fan that's going to pop through on the show. So I just let y'all know ahead of time because we got to make the transition while he's on the air coming on. So, you know, if you see anything pop up, so I got Darren to kick us off. You know, with the Lions. Anyway, it went down. The Detroit Lions beat the Rams 24 to 23 to win their first playoff game in 32 years. And the question that we have presented at the bottom is it time to believe in the Lions to make a Super Bowl run, Zach? Yeah, well, so it's uh, unfortunate our guy uh, Darren isn't here yet because I just wanted to start off by saying I'm really happy for him and the rest of the Detroit Lion fans. You know, you said it. This is their first playoff win in 30 plus years and after a week of blowouts in in these playoffs this was the one game that really lived up to the hype we all knew the storylines going in Matthew Stafford going up against his former team that drafted him number one overall a long time ago he had a good great career in Detroit but uh, he ends up winning a Super Bowl with the Rams and Jared Goff who was also drafted number one overall by the Rams had a nice uh, few year stretch there with Sean McVay got them to a Super Bowl but we know how it ended he uh, couldn't ultimately get it done, and the Rams decided to move on from him in the playoffs. And it's funny because just based on the scheduling of this game, it was Sunday night right after the Packers did what they did to the Cowboys, and we're going to get into that game later. But going into this game after watching Green Bay and Jordan Love and what they really did to the Cowboys, my thought was that the Packers were not really the team you wanted to play right now. And whoever would have survived and won this game would much rather see the winner of Philly Tampa, which turned out to be the Buccaneers, especially if it was the lions, because this was their first home playoff game in 30 plus years. And then all of a sudden they're going to get another one next week against the Buccaneers. And it's interesting because I picked the Rams to win this game going in because I thought that Sean McVay would just end up getting the best of Dan Campbell and the Rams would have just had the clear coaching advantage. But it turned out the opposite happened. I thought that Dan Campbell's aggressive mindset 
really helped the Lions in this game, right? Going on that fourth fourth and one from the one to score uh, to go up 21-10. Goff hit Laporta, nice uh, play-action fake. And then the play that ended up winning them the game, um, that was a situation where the Rams didn't have any timeouts left, so the Lions easily could have just took the safe way, uh, run the ball to ice the clock. But Dan Campbell was aggressive, and Jared Goff hit Amon Ross St. Brown for the win. Uh, I also thought Sean McVay and his coaching decisions in this game uh, cost the Rams a little bit. But the funny thing is, like, I think you can make the argument that the Rams maybe were the better team. They outgained them 425 to 334. But what really impressed me in this game from the Lions' perspective was they just flat out made, like, the clutch plays at the clutch moments to deliver the victory uh, when it mattered the most. And for that reason, I think they deserve to win. And I'll also say, like, when you find a way to win like that, that's what makes you really dangerous. Another one of my small concerns for Detroit going into this game was they didn't really have a ton of playoff experience. Jared Goff, he was there a bunch with Sean McVay, but this was, you know, this team's first playoff game, first playoff win in over 30 years. So this was a huge, huge uh, stepping stone for them to get that first win out of the way. And I also feel like when you're in that position, as great as the crowd was, and it was an electric atmosphere, shout out to all the Lions fans. They did a great job showing up. I've seen a lot of moments in the past in with teams in a situation like this where they get nervous, they get tight uh, when the crowd is like that and everyone is expecting them to win in that building. They know if they would have lost this game, how disappointed uh, those fans would have been. And they just found a way to clutch up and make plays when it mattered most. They went through adversity and they won. And sometimes just that one win is all it takes to get uh, things rolling. So right now, especially after all of the results that came in surprising fashion this past weekend, I definitely believe this Lions team is capable of making a Super Bowl run. They're just two wins away. One of the two games are going to be at home. If the Packers could beat the 49ers, they'll get the NFC Championship game at home, which I don't think is entirely off the table. So, yeah, I definitely think after this game, it's time to start taking this Lions team seriously. I do think they could get to the Super Bowl uh, because that was a very impressive performance on Sunday. I give them a lot of credit. I think when you look at the Lions and you talk about what they're trying to accomplish, obviously he's trying to win a Super Bowl. You get this far in the playoffs. You're not trying to go sightseeing like, woo, we in the playoffs. Woo, no, no, no. We're trying to win the damn own thing, right? And um, I think when you look at the Lions right now, you know, I always had them going to the NFC Championship game from the offseason. I believe that that's where they was going to end up. Now, I, I still believe the 49ers are the best team in the NFC, but they have their hands full against the Green Bay Packers. And I won't be shocked if Green Bay loses, excuse me, wins that game. So um, it's obviously everything is up in the air. But um, I'm not sure yet, you know, was last week the peak of this team? Was last week, I mean, two days ago, but last week, you know, was that the Super Bowl? You know, I'm not sure. When you don't see a team like this that has a track record of winning, you know, and um, obviously this being the first game in 32 years that they won a playoff game, I don't know what to expect in these playoffs. Now they won congratulations i thought they played like they wanted something like they played like they was going to win the championship and i'm not sure what to expect this week now you know i'm not a bacon mayfield guy clearly and do i think they're going to win this upcoming week sure but saying that they're going to go on a run which means i think they're going to make the super bowl i'm not sure i'm ready to go there yet because i still think the 49ers are a good team now i want to go back to the game 
because it's funny when we was previewing this game, kind of, you said that I am not going to take Sean McVay. Well, excuse me. You are going to take Sean McVay over Dan Campbell, right? Because, you know, he's obviously the better coach from a, you know, perspective, but he wasn't on Sunday night. And it was evident. You mentioned it briefly when you talk about how aggressive Dan Campbell was, but we also have to look at how unaggressive and how conservative Mr. You know, Sean McVay was in the game. You mentioned the Sam Laporta play where they was up 14 to 10 going into the half on fourth and one. And what could have been take the points to make it a, a touchdown lead became, no, I'm going to go for it and score a touchdown, which gave you four points. Look at the final score. I wasn't great at math in school. It was never my forte, but I'm pretty sure, you know, four points was a difference in the game. When you look at the game, Silla, when they decide to go for it and be aggressive, that's why I like Dan Campbell. So I'm actually talking myself into agreeing with you. Funny that I'm, you know, making a very big U-turn here because one thing Sean McVay was, which was conservative in this game, is the same thing that a guy like Kyle Shanahan is in these type of moments. So as I am talking myself through this question, I had no premeditated answer. Yes, I, I think they can make a Super Bowl run because I'm forgetting how conservative Kyle Shanahan is. When you look at, you know, the red zone, which I think was a big difference in the game. You know, the Lions was three for three in the red zone. The Rams was 0 for three. It's self-explanatory. That was a difference in the game. But when you look at how conservative Kyle Shanahan, excuse me, Sean McVay was, they were trailing 21 to 19 with 59 seconds left. In the first half with two timeouts. Zach, I'm not sure if you felt this way. But Matthew Stafford made some throws in this game. One being to 2-2 two -two Atwell. One to being um, my guy Puka Nakua. Where I'm like, yo, even though Jared Goff is playing well, Matthew Stafford is a totally better quarterback as far as talent. I would have taken that, you know, all right, let's go get some points here. Because guess what? You robbed yourself of two possessions because you was going to get the ball after halftime. That's two possessions to get at least three points. I'm not good at math. Was never good at math. But you lost the game by one point. You probably would have won the game. So when you talk about how conservative Mr. Sean McVay was and how aggressive Dan Campbell was, I think that formula could perhaps get them to go where they want to go because boring, okay? It's not guaranteed, but boring. That the 49ers do win, which is not guaranteed, I expect Kyle Shanahan to be choking in them moments. There's a reason why we call him Mr. 28-3. There's a reason why we call him Mr. 20-10. There's a reason why Dan Campbell and the Lions are here right now. And that's my first lap. Yeah, I, I think you made some good points there. And, like, sometimes for me, it takes a moment for me to see it until – I really believe it. And I think that's what happened uh, with me and the Lions on Sunday. But, Will, it looks like our uh, guy Darren has just popped in. Uh, I'll toss the mic back over to you uh, to introduce him. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, we got our guy Darren on the show from Big Boy Sports. He's a Lions fan. Die hard. I peeped the Facebook post after they won their first playoff game. Nobody in this earth was happier than my guy Darren. Darren, what's going on? How you feeling? It's crazy, man. You know, I've been a Lions fan since, you know, I was a kid. I'm 30 years old. They haven't won a playoff game in 32 years. So finally getting to see them win their first uh, playoff game was, you know, huge, you know. And I'm thinking, you know, it won't be their last. I, th I think they can beat the Bucs. So I was watching that game. I was peeping it yesterday. And I was like, I was like, man, if the Bucs can win, I'm like, 
I'm cool with that. If the Eagles, I'm a little, you know, I was a little scared about, but I can get into the whole Eagles thing in a little bit. I, th- I think Hertz has a little bit more. There's more to it. There's more to it. I, th- I think, you know, he's got some hand history, hands injury. That I think that's bothered him. I seen that. I seen the images. It was pretty gross. But I was hearing what you had to say, man. Stafford, quarterback wise, Stafford definitely a better quarterback than Golf. Dude's got the dog in him, man. Hand was bleeding. Hand was bleeding. Got knocked out. Probably got concussed. And was like, I'm getting back in this game. I gotta win this for my boys. Uh, I think it just it just came down to they just didn't have the throws. I think he was going he was going cup in the red zone. Cup wasn't cup wasn't the, the guy he should have been going to. That two two pass was beautiful. I was watching it, and I, that two two pass was beautiful. And I was just like. Dang, man. Where was that in the fantasy, you know, in the regular season? Because I had Tutu for a little bit. And I mean, he I mean, he did all right, you know. I mean, but then when he got demoted and they came out and they faked out everybody, went right to him, did a little move. A little, he, he, he was Tutu, all right. He did some ballerina moves and got him right to the end zone, you know. So I I was scared, you know. Everybody knows I'm a Lions fan. And it was one that I wasn't like, oh, yeah, that's a guaranteed win. Because, you know, I know Puka, I know Puka's, you know, going to be an amazing wide receiver in the league. You know, oh, yeah. rookie coming out of here out of nowhere, you know, just, just popping in. You know, I knew he was going to be something. You got Cooper. You got Tutu. And then, you know, Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams, I mean, if we're talking fantasy, dude was getting as a dog, was getting monster play after play when he got in, you know, those last four or five weeks after he got back from the injured reserve. So I wasn't looking at, oh, it's a shoe-in, we're going to win. It's You know, especially, you know, the night before Packers beating the Cowboys, I'm just like, you know, it was a game. You know, it's going to go down in the storybook. I'm, you know, I'm glad it kind of went that way. Okay, this is Detroit's first win and thirty playoff win in thirty two years, and then it goes down to you know a nail biter like that. But man, I was telling some buddies of mine, I was like, man, that's a little bit too close. Man, that's a little bit too close. Like, I kind of wish we'd have been a little bit more comfortable. So then, you know, I could have went to bed a little bit early. You know, and I have to, you know, not saying I wouldn't watch the whole game, but I was over there having to watch and was too too energized. I, I didn't go to bed till probably one o'clock. Uh, yeah, Sunday I feel night. you. Yo, I got a question for you, and then Zach, feel free to to go with your second lap after he's done. You know, Darren, you being a Lions fan, I kind of want to get in your head right now. I want to get in your shoes right now. You know, um, I I do wear size nine, so maybe I don't know how you know your size. I, I, but, I, have, I have a size nine. You got me. Oh, 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 yeah. So I'm gonna get right in your shoes right now, and you talk about this game. Obviously, it was the most hyped game. It probably was the best game in the whole entire weekend of the wild card. What was your emotions like being that you had a guy like Matthew Stafford who was the quarterback for your team for all these years who gave it all he had, you know, got up when he was hurt, you know, messed up shoulder, got up, let a game win it drive, you know, almost won you that playoff game. And you you have respect for a guy like Matthew Stafford for what he did to your franchise and for your franchise. But at the same time, you a Lions fan. You want to win this game badly. What was your emotions like going through the motions of that football game? Oh, man. So the so beginning, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm watching and I'm seeing they show the fans and he's, you know, they're flipping them off. And I don't know if they're necessarily flipping off staff, but they could just be flipping, you know, flipping off the Rams anyway because it's a playoff game. But, you know, you see you see him boo and I'm like, man, the dude. Yeah, it was it wasn't the best, you know, romantic way to leave Detroit. You know, I mean, you go to L.A., it's like greener pastures. It's like, okay, cool. I've been to L.A., by the way. L.A. is not that great, but that's a whole different story. Um, but, you know, sports-wise, you know, he's going, okay, he's getting a bigger contract, doing all this stuff. But the dude, I mean, gave it. He gave it week and week in, you know, for Detroit. I mean, I know, yeah, they had great players. You know, you got Calvin Johnson, you know, and, and you, you, had, you had a team. But it's like, did they really have a team? I mean, 
you know, he's the quarterback during the Jim Schwartz era. Jim Schwartz is a horrible coach. You know, I, I, I don't care what anybody says. I hate Jim Schwartz. Then you have Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia, horrible coach. I mean, my thing is Caldwell, Caldwell was a decent coach. I believe he was the one that went, the coach when they, when they went to the playoffs. So, you know, and then he, they get in the playoffs, then they don't make the playoffs, then they get rid of him. Like, I don't, I don't think, you know, it should, it should have been on Caldwell, but just but, but enough about the coaching. Stafford gave, you know, gave it for the, you know, Detroit franchise year after year. And it's Detroit. I mean, he, he got him to a playoff game before. You know, Detroit in the playoffs, you know, speaking Jim Mora, playoffs? Like, Detroit and playoffs don't go together. And, I, and I've been a fan since I was a kid, but, like, it doesn't go together. So the dude was out there. I mean, it wasn't like he was uh, Joey Harrington or Dan or Dan Orvowski can F that guy. I'm sorry. I don't know what I can say on this show or not, but we're not going to, you know, for, for family-friendly sake, that dude's a joke. That dude's a joke. Shouldn't even be an analyst. How are you going to be the one that was the quarterback that was 0-16, and then you're over here telling, oh, yeah, it was this quarterback, this and that? Nah, dude. You, if you go 0-16, you should be revoked from doing anything NFL-related, but that's – so, you know, if you want to talk about quarterbacks – Stafford, you know, Stafford's a quarterback you remember. Obviously, Goff's going to be the one everybody's going to remember, too, because he got the first playoff win, you know, in 32 years. But Stafford, if somebody says Detroit Lions quarterbacks, you're going to think about that. You know, mm. you Cleveland Browns, you're not going to, you know, you could name, yeah, you could name a whole plethora, but did any of them do anything good? I mean, in the last 10, 15 years, I mean, you know, so. That's I mean, a very interesting point. Like, I'm just thinking about that. Like, Detroit Lions. First thing that comes to mind is Stafford over golf. Now, what if golf been in the Super Bowl? I think that would change, obviously. Oh, but yeah, that's sure, an interesting. For sure, for yeah. sure. If they do that, they're gonna make a whole damn. You know, they're gonna they're gonna make a statue for everything. You know, they'll, it'll be gold plated streets and everything in Detroit. So, hey, right, Zach, Darren, what's going on, man? Just wanted to introduce myself, Zach. Pleasure to meet you. Congratulations on uh, the big win on uh, Sunday night. I just wanted to get go back to one thing you said though. I don't think everyone realizes like. Matthew Stafford, I actually thought it was a great ending for him in Detroit. And, like, I think it's one of those trades that worked out for both teams. Stafford wins the ring in L.A. The Lions are in a great spot right now, in a much better spot than they were, of course, when Stafford left. And I don't think everyone necessarily realizes, like, Matthew Stafford's career in Detroit should have ended differently. You know, there's a reason why this franchise, you know, let uh, Barry Sanders, he retired way too early. The same thing ha uh, happened with Calvin Johnson. They did Matthew Stafford no favors. And what a script. I mean, Will and I were talking about it right before you got on with us. Like, it was a great game. Stafford and Goff were going mano y mano, both making crazy throws out of nowhere. But, man, I, I agree with Will. That was probably the best uh, game of wild card weekend. And you got to be happy uh, for Lion fans uh, seeing that moment for you guys. Yeah, man. I think it reminds me kind of this whole thing of the Toronto Raptors trade with um DeMar DeRozan. You know, remember we remember DeMar DeRozan, you know, constantly got his team to the playoffs and they could never get over that hump in the playoffs. You know, he was a very good player for them, was the franchise player for them. You know, him and Kyle Lowry was doing their thing. And then they finally made the move to trade for Kawhi Leonard and Kawhi Leonard finally got them to a Super Bowl. Now, clearly, I'm getting ahead of myself. Jared Goff has to obviously win a championship to deliver in that type of way. But it goes to show you that, you know, sometimes you make these tough decisions as an organization to um move on from a player or a player wants to move because he wants to win. And you have to do what's in the best interest of the team. But they did right by Matthew Stafford. You know, they 
told him he told him where he wanted to go and he didn't want to go and be a patriot for good reasoning. Who wants to play for Bill Belichick in the modern era? And um, they got, you know, they granted him his wish and he won a Super Bowl and the Lions won the trade as well. You know, no losers here. And right now they are on their way. And to answer the question one more time, I do believe that we should consider them as a championship contender who can be a team that goes on a championship run because they have it all. You know, I think Dan Campbell has installed a great ecosystem, you know, to win games. You know, you got the bright young mind that's going to be a, a potential head coach next year and Ben Johnson, and he mixes the run with the pass. From week one, when they played Kansas City, they always had balance. You know, with David Montgomery, with Jameer Gibbs, you know, they ease him into the flow of the offense through due process. And now they can run the football. They can run the play action. They have an innovative passing game. They're well balanced. They're good in the trenches. And that's why I think this team is a legitimate team. And yeah. Um, last words? Go ahead. Uh, on that. Yeah. So I just wanted to say this. Um, Dan Campbell, I feel like right now when we talk about the Lions, like that's the guy that's going to get a lot of attention and for good reason. Like he's done a great job uh, changing the culture and turning things around. But I really do think the main reason why this Lions operation has been so successful since Campbell got there is that combination, that duo between him and Brad Holmes. Because let's go back quickly to when the Lions decided to move on and trade Matthew Stafford. You know, well, you mentioned the Patriots, but not everyone remembers this, the Lions really had two options to trade Matthew Stafford to. It was the Rams and it was the other team in the NFC West, the 49ers. And it really came down to which quarterback did they like, did they like better? Did they like Jared Goff or did they like Jimmy Garoppolo? And I think that decision to take Jared Goff over Jimmy Garoppolo and send Stafford to the Rams is a decision that could alter their franchise if this run continues. And a lot of people thought Jared Goff would just be nothing without Sean McVay. He couldn't get the job done in big moments against the great teams after uh, that dud he put on in the Super Bowl. But the Lions liked him. They always did. They decided to bring him in as kind of an afterthought part of that deal. And it's worked out for them in a big way. And then you just look at the talent on this team. You just have so many different guys from Hutchinson, St. Brown, Laporta, Gibbs, Panay Sewell, Gardner Johnson. They're just a lot of high upside, like high talented guys. And I feel like a lot of the times when we talk about this team, it's like, oh, Dan Campbell, you know, he does a great job leading them. And he does. There's no doubt. He coached. He was the better coach over McVay on Sunday. And uh, he deserves a lot of credit. But, man, I just think not everyone necessarily realizes the amount of top-notch talent this team has, which I think really could put them over the top. And I think it's a big reason why they won on Sunday. I agree. You know, they have a lot of talent and you got to credit Brad Holmes for that. You know, the draft is obviously important, you know, and that's why a couple of years ago, I believe two years ago, when they drafted Aiden Hutchison, where they drafted um, Amara St. Brown. No, I think Amara St. Brown was in a previous draft. They drafted Jameson Williams to go along with Amara. I said on this mic, you know, after they played hard but lost a lot of games that year, but they played hard. They was in almost every game. They had to fight then. I said on this mic that they're going to run the North. And a couple years later, I didn't think it was going to be so soon. You know, I had like a five-year plan, but it ended up becoming a a very, you know, um, quick plan that happened. And now here we are, and we have to credit all the parties involved. And, 
you know, I think Darren should be happy. I know he's happy, and the rest of the Lions faithful should be happy as well. Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We're, we, you've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. It's, all ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.